this is it. This is happening. This is the very first ever episode of my podcast on. So hi, everybody. I am so excited to finally be sitting down and to be recording this episode. My name is Carolyn, and I'm a 19-year-old student. Um, I'm a Korean-American, born and raised in L.A., My people have crossed oceans and continents, and I recently uh, crossed the country, so I now go to college in Massachusetts, and I'm a rising sophomore um, studying who knows what, but I am openly embracing the uncertainty of my future, even though um, I think some people (laughs) may be wondering what what direction I will be taking Um, in the future. But to be honest, I am just enjoying this time to absorb and to learn and to just drink up as much as I can while I don't have to worry about, you know, rent and things like that, which I'm very fortunate not to worry about at my school. But that little tangent aside, I wanted to introduce this podcast, um, Honestly, I've been thinking about recording this podcast for months now. I got really into podcasts during my first year at school, what with all the walking everywhere and um, yeah, just really walking everywhere. I, I started listening to podcasts when my playlists started to get a little bit repetitive. So I started looking into podcasts a lot by business women. I really... Uh, look up to or by, um, you know, even social media influencers. That's like a big thing now. A lot of people with YouTube channels or websites or really prolific blogs um, have been starting podcasts and I've been really um, enjoying listening to their content as well um, in podcast form. I also began to DJ and host my own radio station on the local radio of my college campus and the surrounding town. And I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, I honestly don't do that much talking on that show. It's a lot of just playing music. Me, my roommate, and one of my roommate's teammates, who I'm also quite close with, the three of us host a little music show. It's just an hour long on Wednesday nights. It's a really fun way to relax and unwind and There are some times where I'm just in a super talkative mood and there are just so many things I could talk about, but I really, we really just keep it to the music. We stick to the artists that we're loving and the songs that they're releasing and the kind of music that we are into as of recent, but I've noticed that there are also times that I want to discuss things that maybe don't have to do with um, an artist's new album drop or... um, I don't know, this one great track on that great album. So I, I'm i really excited to begin podcasting and to begin speaking about a wider variety of topics. I was listening to Katie Bellotti's podcast, which is Thick and Thin with an ampersand. And um, I she mentioned something that she had spoken with her dad about And he had told her that if you think about something every single day, that's probably a sign that you should just do it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm not entirely sure if that's something her dad told her or something that she said in the podcast. But 
that quote, I just remember hearing it and all I could think about was this podcasting idea that I had had for so many months and didn't really have the guts to just send it on. And then one day my dad and my brother got home. I didn't even know they had left the house and they came home and they called me to the front door and they were like, you know, we got you this microphone. You've been talking about starting a podcast and we we really think you should do it. And honestly, that was like the big push I needed. So I know they're they're probably listening to this and I just wanted to say thank you because I really don't think I would have had the courage to just leap if I hadn't had the microphone quite literally handed to me. So I'm really, really excited to be doing this. Um, I introduced myself a little bit briefly before, but really um, there's not much to me, I guess. I feel like I don't really have the glamour of a very popular YouTube channel or a really, I don't know, massive Instagram following um, to give me some coolness or credibility, um, in the online sphere, but I'm basically just a 19 year old girl with a whole lot of thoughts and who wanted an outlet to share things with. And I didn't really want to categorize this too quickly as, uh, primarily a solo podcast or an interview podcast, because there are a lot of times that I'm having conversations with friends and I'm thinking oh my god I wish I could just record this conversation and just send it places because I think there could possibly be a lot of people out in the world that would really love to hear this right now so if I do come across a topic and have a friend that I think I would really like to share their thoughts as well if they're comfortable with that um, I'd love to have them on this podcast as well and frankly there are a lot of times I'm just having conversations with myself out loud uh, in the car or in the bathroom or while I'm getting dressed in the morning. And I just think I I want to share these thoughts with somebody, anybody um, who will listen and who will find some value and meaning in, in my words. And as I mentioned, probably like 12 times already, I, I'm 19. So I grew up in the dot-com world. It was very common for me to, you know, want to see something or be curious about something and just instinctually Google it or to go on YouTube and find a tutorial or even, I don't know, go on WikiHow. I know that's kind of a meme, but (laughs) yeah, these are all real resources that I utilize just because they were all readily available to me and they were readily available to me ever since I was born. So I've always been, um, very cognizant of all these different content creating outlets that have existed um, and developed just as I have. And um, I feel like almost I, me and these content creating outlets have grown up together in a way just because Facebook and YouTube and blogging, um, all these different platforms really began to take off at the same time as I was maturing enough to the point where I could really understand the power of social media and the power that these online communities have and the influence that they can have on people in just sparking really important conversations or validating someone's emotions or someone's experiences. And I I definitely think I wanted to be part of that at a young age. Um, I literally (laughs) would, there's like all these memes about like doing your makeup and then like talking yourself through them like you would as if though, 
like you would as though you're recording a makeup tutorial. And I literally am that meme. Like I, I, <laughs> I do that sometimes. Um, or I just talk to myself in the car. I don't know if this is, if someone I know is going to hear this and just think I'm insane, but, um, these are literally things that I do. And I figured if I'm going to be having these conversations with myself, I may as well record them and put them on the internet in case there's somebody out there listening who may find some value in it. So I was thinking for a while when it came down to beginning this podcast and starting to record it, if I should have some catchy tagline to put um, on my blog cover art or just to disseminate everywhere and have in my Instagram bio and things like that. And uh, I ultimately decided against it just because I do, I know I am very early in in this podcasting venture and it's very much in its nascent stages, but I do hope that this podcast is something that remains in flux and remains constantly changing. So I didn't really want to have this tagline that very clearly outlines my niche and the things I'll be talking about because honestly, I want to keep everything on the table. And if all of a sudden I decide I want to talk about, I don't know, like Italian cooking tomorrow that I could sit down and record a podcast and share it. Um, I did want to share something though. I, I came up with this tagline when I was brainstorming titles for the podcast and possible taglines. Um, and it was, um, it was like thought or, um, episodes on everything from a girl who knows nothing. Cause I thought that was funny and I don't know, clever in a way, but then I realized it's not so funny as it is just terribly self-deprecating and it, and it got me thinking about how, I think this is not even just a problem that I have, but a problem that a lot of, you know, girls my age have, where I think a lot of the times when we're sharing things or vocalizing an opinion, we have this habit of just um, prefacing everything with a prologue that is just long enough to discredit everything we're about to say. And then a lot of times we'll punctuate these thoughts with just like, oh, but um, like, I don't really actually know anything. So don't, don't quote me on that or something along those lines. And I thought that was not the kind of message I wanted to send either, because even though I haven't really lived a ton of life, I I can't really say that I've had all these experiences and crazy stories. And that's what this podcast is going to be, just storytelling of the wild things that I've experienced, because this podcast ultimately isn't going to be like that. But, um, but I, I do think that the topics that I will be discussing have their own validity and I don't want to discredit, um, what I've lived or, uh, the things that I think. So ultimately I did decide against that tagline. And I think that this, the trend of being self-deprecating and, just poo-pooing on yourself is like not, it's not very funny. And I, I don't think that's something that um, I should keep doing because it is something that I, I do very, very habitually. And so I'm trying to be more conscious of it. And that was like a little, a little tangent, but I wanted to share. Um, and in the spirit of starting new things, as we're starting this little podcasting venture, I wanted to discuss a little bit uh, the nature of starting new things. Um, so I just actually finished my summer, uh, my summertime job 
at a salad chain, one that's quite popular across the United States. And I just finished my last shift a few days ago. But a lot of times I would come in for the day shift. So I would work from nine to three, even though it opens at 1030. So there would always be this hour and a half long period where I would I would just very peacefully um, keep to myself and, and do the assigned tasks. I would either, like I don't know, chop lemons to have out to squeeze onto salads, or I would bottle dressings, or um, I would brew the teas for our drink section, anything like that. So it was just a lot of just busy work. Uh, and I got very comfortable in that, in that routine of doing those things. And a lot of times I would honestly just go through the motions and completely mindlessly do these things while my mind was a thousand miles elsewhere and just thinking about all these different topics. And I really got to the top. I really, I landed upon the topic of starting new things when I was, I come in for my shift and I'm ready to like cut avocados in half and pit them and put them into hotel pans and then refrigerate them because I'd, I'd gotten into the habit of doing that. And then I remember the service captain of the day was like, oh, hey, by the way, can you can you bottle dressings today? And I, I remember just like stop stopping straight in my tracks and being like, oh my God, I have no idea how to bottle dressings. And then um, I just asked her like, oh, can you show me how to, how to bottle these dressings? Like how many bottles do you want? Um, where should I put them? I don't know, just like all the all the little things I would need to know in order to do that. And I just remember thinking I was not annoyed or bothered. Like that's, that's not it at all. But I just remember being a little disappointed that I couldn't just have another, another morning of tuning out and thinking about other things and like singing songs to myself, um, or having conversations in my own brain while doing the same thing I'm used to doing every single other day. And that I would actually need to take a step back and learn something new and and focus on on the task at hand and it really got to thinking got me thinking about starting new things and I think that starting new things goes in two directions there's um, starting new things in the more passive sense where you're um, doing I don't really know how to describe this super succinctly but I would I would characterize it as starting something that isn't your own creation, meaning starting something where you are creating ultimately somebody else's, um, or you're realizing somebody else's creation, I guess. I don't, I hope that makes sense. So I guess just to give some quick examples, I don't know if that makes the most sense, but oh my God, there I am doing it again. I'm, I'm completely discrediting the validity of my explanation, even though I I do honestly think I didn't do the greatest job explaining that, but I'm trying to be more conscious of it. But basically what I'm trying to say is either you're starting, um, you're starting to learn something that isn't yours versus starting a project that is very much yours and that you ultimately have to assume full responsibility of. So when starting something passive, like for example, like me learning somebody else's salad dressing recipe so I could make it for them um, and bottle those dressings or, you know, whatever it was that I had to do that day at work. Um, that is what I would consider starting something passively. And I think 
there is something to be said about why we get so shaken by having to get off track or having to, or um, I guess like getting off the rails of the monotony of what we're used to doing every single day. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, a lot of times people go home and they turn on the same show that they've literally watched all the way through four times. Like I can honestly say, I think I've watched The Office all eight all eight seasons of it, probably like four or five times through at this point. Or Parks, same with Parks and Rec. Um, like just, you know, those sitcom type shows, I or like mockumentary type shows, I have literally watched every single one, probably three times. And I'm always reluctant to start a new series on TV because I I don't know if I'm consciously thinking of this when I sit down in my bed and I actively press, um, like go directly to the Netflix you've already, or watch it again section on Netflix. But I do think that there's subconsciously a part of me that just doesn't think that anything I could start, start anew would live up to something I've already started. Um, and I think that's the same case with like going to a restaurant that you always go to and ordering the same dish every single time. Um, even though, you know, Oh, if I, if I went to this restaurant and got this pasta instead of that pasta, it'd probably be amazing and I'd probably still love it, but I'm going to order the pasta I always order because I know I'm going to like it and I'm certain I'm going to like it. Um, so I don't know. That's just something to consider when it comes to starting new things um, and starting a task that somebody else is asking you to do. Um, but then there's also the idea of starting new things in the very active sense, like you starting a project that you've always said you were going to do. I feel like everybody always has that one thing on the bucket list, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to work on that novel, or I'm going to start this painting. I feel like I think about this a lot in creative terms, just because um, that's usually the type of uh, projects that I'm starting. But let's say on your bucket list, you've had learn how to play tennis on it for months, even though you're a basketball player and you know that you're good at basketball and you love going to basketball practice uh, and you know that you have the athletic ability to probably start your tennis lessons and be really, really good at it. Um, but you just, it, it just takes a lot more of you to actually get up and go to practice and actually start doing that. Um, but I think a big reason when it comes to like this active sense of starting something, a lot of it has to do with the fear that we'll never be able to live up to our expectations or not even our own expectations, but other people's expectations. Um, and this fear manifests itself really deep into, into every single project that we theoretically want to start. Like I cannot tell you how many notes tabs I have open in my phone of, either little essays I want to write or prose pieces or blog posts or just any sort of writing thing that I I always talk myself through. I literally am like driving and I'm, I'm talking out loud about all the things I hope to write about. But when it comes to actually sitting down and writing, you know, I can never, I can never actually do that. And I think that's why I was so excited about the medium of podcasting because there was this immediacy to it and intimacy to it that I think is often lost in my writing process. I'm obviously not going to speak to the writing process, processes of other authors or writers or bloggers because um, they're all different. But 
when I sit down to write, I feel like I lose a lot of that spark, like the initial, oh my God, here's this amazing idea. And I I have all these thoughts on it. And I just think it's lost in my process of searching for the right words. So I feel like when it comes to podcasting, the words just kind of come out, whether they're the quote unquote right words or not. Um, But I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to write a blog post or an essay about some topic or idea and I just never get around to it because I'm so afraid that it's never going to be what I hoped it would be. And I was thinking about the very first blog I ever started. I was literally like 13 years old when I started it. Um, I just gotten back from a summer camp that I'd done for uh, years before as well. Not too many years, but a few years before as well. And in that camp, you would choose a specialty. And I remember I had always um, done, I think it was like the crafting specialty before, like just something where I was constantly making things and working on all these crafts. And then again, I'd, I'd gotten so comfortable in that routine of going to that camp and and knowing exactly where to go on that first day because I'd done the crafting program years before and I was so comfortable doing that and then one time I decided all right I'm gonna try this culinary specialty and I want to learn how to cook and I became so engrossed in this cooking process like I had learned all these recipes that I was probably butchering day in and day out but I was so excited to be like in the kitchen and testing things and being able to literally see the fruits of my labor within hours of having started and I think that's also something that that frustrates me about the writing and the painting um, process is that, um, I guess how time, not time consuming it is, but how, how dependent a lot of those mediums like writing and painting are on time because it definitely takes a lot of drafts and editing and not to say that there's no editing involved in in podcasting or speaking or cooking obviously there's a lot of trial and error in that too but I'm just saying that from point a to point z of one dish in one instant in time it is you can reliably get it done in a relatively short time frame I mean writing a book is so different than writing than I mean talking your way through a podcast episode even though you could um I guess cover the same topics it's just crunched into a a very, very small time frame. And I think I do a lot better when it comes to more immediate mediums. But that's that's me getting off track again. Um, back to this whole first blogging venture and my camping experience. I remember I'd gotten home after like doing this camp and I literally thought I was the new like 13-year-old Korean chef Boyardee. And I was so excited to go home and show off to my parents that I could make this um, like deviled eggs and these bruschetta recipes that I'd learned at camp. And I was all dressed up in an apron and I had this binder that was outfitted and laminated and this little cover sheet that said the like insert camp name, um, culinary intensive. And I literally felt like a pro, like with my three ring binder of recipes (laughs) that was literally typed up in a word doc and stapled together. But I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was so engrossed in um, and excited by the prospects of what cooking had to offer 
as like a medium and as an outlet for creating things and trying new things that I literally went to Barnes and Noble and I was staring at the cookbook section and at my Barnes and Noble, there are all these little tables um, with curated titles by, I believe the staff that works there of just like their best of insert um, book genre. So I went to like the best of the cookbook section and I found this one cookbook and I went home that day and I went to iBooks and I downloaded the free sample. It's like the first 28 pages of any book or the first X amount of pages of any book you can get uh, for free as a sample. So you can decide whether or not you actually want to commit to that book. And I remember I obviously didn't have a credit card or any way of purchasing this $35 book um, at the age of 13. So I went and downloaded that free sample and I loved everything I could, all 28 pages of it, I was obsessed with. Um, I really only got like the acknowledgements or like the, I don't even know what it is, like that little, those first few sections of the book where they thank everybody who helped write it and what inspired them. And they're like, this is to my mom and dad who never stopped believing in me, things like that. And then there's the first mise en place section, which is French for everything in its place. And it's basically a cooking practice where you prep and chop and dice all of your ingredients before you actually get to cooking so that when you are cooking, you can be completely zeroed in on on like the alchemy of it really. So you can really pay attention to the way your onions are browning and the way that your steaks are caramelizing. I don't know. Um, so that you don't need to worry about, you know, running back and forth from cutting board to pan or from oven to dish rack or I don't know, so that you don't need to be distracted when it comes to the, the art of cooking. But honestly, the, the whole idea of mise en place didn't really stick in my 13-year-old brain. What I was more um, drawn to was the food photography in that section. And so I remember I literally went home, or I was already at home, I, I went into my kitchen and I got out a bunch of ingredients and I laid them out on a cutting board, which I still have in you know, the kitchen of the house I grew up in. And I laid it out and I set it by the window so I could get the natural light. And I took uh, like an iPhone and I, I snapped a picture of it. So I had like this phone camera quality picture of a bunch of ingredients on a cutting board. And let me tell you, it did not look like a food stylist did it. It looked like a 13 year old who just got back from cooking camp just did it, but <laughs> I loved it. And I, I went on Word and I slapped... Um, my blog title over top of that. And that was it. That was my food blog. And I did not put that much thought into it at all. I literally went right that second and I got in my kitchen and I started experimenting with dishes. I remember I like slapped a bunch of cinnamon and cumin and um, like cardamom and nutmeg on and cloves onto this piece of bacon and I cooked it and my house smelled disgusting but I remember I choked it down and my mom um tried it and she was a really great sport about it she was super supportive even though I was not feeding her tasty things at all but I was so inspired to just get in and start making things and I was I was thinking about this blog because I was able to recently get back into that old blogger account um I don't know how but I I completely forgot like two weeks ago when I got back into it that I'd deleted all the posts 
and taken down that original banner and I just put up a singular post that said that I was remodeling the site and that would be back soon. Um, well, let me tell you, I never remodeled the site. I just took everything down and I, I never was back. And I really think that like first three months, like that initial fervor of me cooking things with reckless abandon and not worrying at all about whether it was going to taste good or look nice, but just literally getting in the kitchen to be in the kitchen and to experiment and create anything, regardless of what the outcome would be like. Um, I, I haven't been like that literally since, since those three months. Um, and I literally have not started a single, a single creative venture where I have attacked it with that much fearlessness in six years. And it's disappointing to say the least. It's for sure disheartening, but I also, I want to be like that again. I don't want to start any more creative ventures where I'm so preoccupied with the future where I can't just mindlessly be in the present again and just make things for the sake of making them and not for the sake of the reaction that I'm going to get later or the way that my peers are going to look at me um, or I don't know what other people will think basically. I want to do it for the sake of getting better. So even if this podcast, this first episode is a little bit disorganized and Maybe I'm talking a little too fast and saying I'm a little too much. I want to just get out and make it and upload it and get into as many different um, hosting sites as I can for the sake of getting better at podcasting and knowing that my episodes will get tighter and they will be planned better. And eventually I will be making the kind of episodes that I'm 100% proud of. But at the moment, I am proud that I'm just sitting down and recording and just getting it out there. Even if it's not work that I'm a thousand percent proud of, that's okay. Um, So I guess some, some wrapping up thoughts then on the whole starting new things topic. Um, When it comes to starting new things in the passive sense, whether that be starting a movie that you've never watched or going to a new restaurant or maybe even going to an old restaurant and just trying something new. Um, I think maybe we should take those chances and know that a lot of the times you may have been holding yourself back from something even better the entire time just because we were afraid of stepping out of our old comfort zone. And I think in the active sense of starting something new, I think we should get our heads out of the future and not even out of the future, but out of, out of the minds of those that will ultimately critique us and criticize us and think that we should be doing things for the sake of improving our own selves and, and getting better at the thing that we hope to be good at. Um, I, I mentioned this before, but I am really just a student. There are not many things that I can speak to on good authority, I guess. So basically what I'm saying is that I don't really have a breadth of experiences to call upon when it comes to this podcast. But I would like to think that I've thought about quite a few things in this life and I've been patiently observing observing and approaching the opportunities that I do have with an eagerness to learn and absorb. 
So I would like to think that I do at this point have a depth of understanding in what I do know. And my mom has always said, my mom and my dad and um, my grandparents, they've always told me, you know, right now is, is your time to learn and to enjoy that process of learning and to absorb things and to not take it for granted. Because even though I might be so eager to be an adult and enter the adult world and I might I think a lot of Gen Zers tend to romanticize the idea of like being um, the nine to five office cubicle working woman. Um, But I think a lot of us don't stop and be so grateful to enjoy the process that we're in now of learning and, and being in this environment with so much external and internal intellectual stimuli. And I think that's really exciting. Um, So I do try to get something out of every single lesson I am in or class I take. And even if it's not a subject that I'm super enthused about, I do try to get something out of it. And when it comes to subjects I'm not particularly enthused about, you know, I took an elementary uh, physics one course my senior year of high school. It was on kinematics and algebra-based physics and... It was all pretty, pretty introductory. I'm sure any physics major is listening to this and thinking, oh my God, that's like the good old days. Like I wish I could learn kinematics again, but basically it was a nightmare for me. Physics and I are not friends. Um, We are, we are very curt acquaintances and I will say hello when I I see it again, but it it is not for, it was for sure not my subject of choice. So even though I can say with confidence that I did not, nail every test and there are a lot of topics that were kind of in one year out the other one thing did stick and I promise this is all this is all leading somewhere but I do remember um, Isaac Newton and his laws of motion which I think we covered in one of the first few units of the year uh, when I was when I was the most determined to get this get this to work even though I do think physics is not going to make sense in every brain and I just I don't think my brain is one of them but I was very determined to try Uh, my first semester, Um, and his first law of motion states that every object will remain at rest or in uniform motion in a straight line unless compelled to change its state by the action of an external force. So basically, an object will stay at rest if at rest and will stay in motion if in motion. I think when on the topic of starting new things, we can all visualize ourselves as these particles. We are all either at rest or we are currently in motion on the path that we have been on all our lives or for a while at least. And we are very comfortably either sitting here, either waiting for change or on a path that we're not necessarily content with waiting for something better to come along. But I also think that maybe we should reconsider science and maybe say screw physics and stop waiting for that external force to compel us to change our state. And maybe we should just be that force for ourselves and we should just stand up and say, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. And it could be something as small as getting ravioli instead of spaghetti but it literally could be something as big as saying, I am going to 
start this website and publish this essay and tell all my followers on Instagram about it or I don't know. (laughs) So that's it really for my very first podcast. I'm really excited that I did this and thank you so much to those who made it to the end. I am looking forward to more episodes in the future and that's all for tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in.